Hello. Hello. Welcome to Mind Body Body Stuff. Stuff. I'm Kaylee. I'm Bernice. Welcome to another episode, another day. Another dollar. Another dollar. Another ditch? No, that's not right. (laughs) That wouldn't be right. Another day, another dollar, another Another ditch. ditch. I like it. We're in the ditch. I like the, uh, is that alliteration? I love alliteration. Mm -hmm. Not assonance. What's that? It's the same vowel sounds. Oh. Oh. Oh, Whoa. Snow. Co. That's just a rhyme. Row. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I got to look it up, actually. That's asinine. (laughs) (laughs) Asinine. 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 Asinance. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Focus. Are you listening? Listening. Um, Listening. Listening. Um... How are you feeling this week? We're getting into the holidays. If you're in Missoula, it's starting to get cold and snowy, and it just feels like so much transition. It feels like, yeah, it's turning into winter. Although, uh-huh. I went in to do lunch lady stuff at my kid's school, yeah. and it was snowy, and then when I went out, it was totally melted and sunny. Oh, is it melted Like, melted like a, like, a, like a different day. Oh, I haven't been outside. It was fascinating. I've been in the back office with no windows to the outside world. So still growing up in Hawaii, I'm still sort of fascinated by how these things change. I've been living <laughs> oh here for gosh. a long time, and I'm still like, oh my goodness, the snow is gone. And I was walking on the leaves. They're so wet. The leaves are so wet. Oh, that's funny. Isn't that oh, funny? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. We haven't raked any of our leaves yet, so it's good it melted. We didn't rake any of our leaves either. Because my husband's in India. My husband is, well, I don't know. He's around. Although he wouldn't rake them anyway, probably, if he was here. But we're the only one on the block. Oh, oh. We're those neighbors. You know why? Because the um, the leaf cleaning guys came by. People. The no, leaf- they haven't to ours yet. Oh. That's why he's going to do it right before the oh, leaf cleaners come. They came by our house already. Oh, see, they haven't come by ours. Mm-hmm. Anyways, fascinating. Anyway. I'm sure you guys really care about this. Um... <laughs> But I I think that this kind of transition into winter and the holiday season and just uh, the cold weather, it's such an interesting invitation to go inward and to quiet down and to um, just kind of hibernate a little bit. It's sad. It's sad, but which it's is good cool. because it is like because I tend to be manic and not well. I I self reflect, but this type of time of year, you really. Do have to. I, you spend a lot of time. Like last night, I was just alone in my downstairs living room. Were you? Yeah, just alone there. Oh, just kind of. you? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, what am I doing in my life now? <laughs> I'm like, but it is that time of year where I can't be distracted by, you know, the sun or the starlit night, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think not only weather, but also oh, for those of you who follow astrology or any of that stuff there's a big shift that just happened too um it happened maybe like two days ago now so i'm just gonna read something from my astrologist um she said so um she said tomorrow but that was like two days ago so 
Um, tomorrow, Jupiter shifts gears energetically and enters into Sagittarius for a year. So the cosmos would like to bow to you on this last day of such an intense transit. Remind you how well you manage to move through the niggling emotional puddles. Remind you that from here forward, it will be much easier to notice when those old feelings of dread or anxiety or shame rise and to know how to drag them into the light of your conscious mind where they lose their weight, can't haunt you anymore because they are known. And what she's referring to is that for this past year, we've been, um, we've been in a phase that, uh, when Jupiter moved into Scorpio for the past like year and that time period was, um, about nudging us to take on the truly uncomfortable work of cleaning the interior of your soul house. Mm -hmm. So a lot of just kind of shifts and moving through things and, and just kind of going in and doing this deep cleaning of the of the interiors of our soul and so it got me thinking it was great that we did the workshops then oh totally you know that that happened to start on that year yeah i absolutely agree with that um joan if you're listening totally (laughs) (laughs) i say totally all the time a lot i say it a lot (laughs) yeah i'm I'm gonna work on that (laughs) but It got me thinking when I read this email that she sent out. Um, Her name is Deb O'Connor. She's really cool. If anyone wants to be added to her mailing list, just let me know and I'll get that um, set up for you. But um, it got me thinking about like, okay, so what, how do we know when we should be doing this deep soul work, the uncomfortable work of pushing ourselves, of, of going inward, of... Um, going through our our baggage and our trauma and our emotions and, and digging deep and how do we know when we should just take like the path of least resistance or go with the option that is easier or go with the option that doesn't challenge us and that is more um, comfortable for us and so it's just brought up a lot of questions in myself like how do we really know when to make that decision mm-hmm. that's a tough decision too we were just talking about it and there's been times in my life where you know I feel sort of more ready to take on the deep soul work or things have thrown me into it right you know yeah. like maybe a decision happens or some type of crisis or and it can be a smallish thing too it doesn't always have to be a biggish thing and suddenly I'm like oh no I need to reflect on you know where I'm at in my life and what I'm doing and what path I'm on and are these good decisions for me or not Mm -hmm. and then also I tend to always want to take the easiest path Mm -hmm. like most of us like I I don't want to feel too uncomfortable but what I found is when I've pushed myself onto the more uncomfortable paths where I'm just like, oh no, that'll, I'll have anxiety there or this is going to be hard work, um, that I've had a lot of growth in those areas and then they don't become as uncomfortable. Right. It's almost like building up my power mm-hmm. in sort of just, if I had just stayed on my one little place, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have built, it, built as much self-confidence too yeah. and yeah. power that way versus... Mm-hmm pushing towards that, well, this is a bit uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. Even what we do in the trainings, mm-hmm. I think, you know, oh, yeah. you know, cause people are right away. They're super uncomfortable. They're super uncomfortable. And they're, you can see it, but they're thinking like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But then after they do some of the stuff. Oh yeah. It's just like, there, there's just like a weight has been lifted. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Which is kind of a crazy anomaly. It's so funny you just said that because in my Ula One class this morning, I was just saying like, so again, to reiterate so much of the reason why I uh, explore things through Ula is because I feel like the body is a great metaphor for life. And so exploring things first within my own body and my own little universe um, has been kind of my way to then figure out how to make shifts in my in my outside life besides just this body or this space. And it's really fascinating to me because this morning um, I was just commenting on one of the most interesting things about uh, the body work that we've been doing lately or that I've been focusing on lately is um, allowing ourselves to feel heavy and allowing ourselves to be heavy. And so in Ula One, I was talking about it purely physically, um, just noticing where you hold on, where you where you still um, feel tight or held in your body, where you're um, maybe trying to control the shape of a body part, like drawing your belly button in, which is of course great core work and, 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 and protects you. But when you're laying down, just laying down with, with either your feet on the mats and your knees together. So your legs can relax too, or with your legs stretched out so that the weight of your body can truly just release into the mat and into the ground. It's fascinating when I do a body scan and notice where I'm actually still holding. Oh, interesting. Because I'll be like, oh, I can exhale and I can let the weight of my hips just fully sink into the mat, into the ground. Or, you know, my shoulders. Or I may notice that my breath is still being controlled and I'm not just allowing everything to be as heavy as it possibly could be. And what I was talking about this morning is this like really just, it's it's so fascinating to me. It's just brilliant that the heavier I allow myself to be physically in my body, the lighter I end up feeling. Mm-hmm. So it's exactly what you're saying is it's like doing that um, uncomfortable, challenging work. It's actually what liberates you. Yes. And so for me then to take this physical thing that's happening in Ula One where I'm letting my physical body be heavy and then noticing how much lighter I feel from it, then if you if, if we're using that as a metaphor for uh, life or for whatever we're working through, like allowing yourself to choose uh, to go inward, to do the exploration, the self, um, the self kind of questioning and, and challenging and, and, and pushing or, or choosing that option that doesn't feel um, so normal to you it's 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 really cool because that has been at least for me the path to liberation and mm-hmm. freedom and and sort of more lightness yeah even though initially it feels heavy like you're saying mm-hmm. you know it's like oh that feels kind of heavy feeling yeah um but it's so great to ask ourselves the questions too because i was just thinking even in everyday life you know i just go through the motions of everyday life but sometimes i definitely have feelings or um, responses to it. And if I slow down for a second, I'm like, whoa, 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 let's just listen for a second. What is I'm trying to sort of tell myself mm-hmm. about being in, being here in the kitchen, doing the dishes or mm-hmm. whatever. And if I'm starting to stress about it or, right. um, but if I just slow down and be like, okay, cause it was, it, so it was a negative feeling. So I want to avoid it mm-hmm. almost like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Just do the dishes, get it done, go to do the next thing. Mm-hmm. But instead of just almost like pursuing the, the heavier, like, pursuing like oh hold on 
let, let's body mind. Let's have a little conversation. Mm-hmm. So what's happening for you right now mm-hmm. while you're doing the dishes? Right. You know, and I'll have a whole dialogue of like, well, you know, the dishes are this. Maybe I didn't do this right. There's a sort of a negative and a positive in the dialogue. Mm-hmm. But sort of exploring, even in everyday life, exploring where you're at in terms of those negative and positive emotions the 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 deeper the darker emotions mm-hmm. we tend to push away right away mm-hmm. i think instead of just like hey yeah hey there what's up right you know how do the dishes tie into all this <laughs> <laughs> what is the dish <laughs> don't you guys have that too sometimes when i'm doing the dishes those dark feelings when you're doing the dishes, <laughs> doing the dishes. <laughs> you're all like I actually don't have that. <laughs> but do you when you're doing the dishes? Sometimes, like the other night, I'm alone. Yeah. And suddenly I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't do the dishes. Oh, Because uh-huh. some dog's like eating a part of a, like a <laughs> part of the dinner plate. And I'm like, dude, where'd you get that from? Oh, somehow it leapt up into the sink and got it out because I hadn't done the dishes. <laughs> and then it just reminded me. And then I started doing them. And suddenly I was like, it's sort of, dishes are sort of meditative too. Like yeah, I'm doing totally them. Are. And then all of a sudden I'm like grumpy about the election or something like that yeah. and then i'm like whoa yeah but somehow the dishes just got just triggered just triggered something that whole response but again when are we willing to do the the dark work or the heavy work or the hard work you know well and that's i mean light light stuff it doesn't usually feel like work no you know and so it's well like, that's what we think oh do you think? I don't. I think when I choose the option that doesn't really challenge me, it, there's not a lot of work in that. Mm, 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 mm. But sometimes I have to do the the heavier stuff to get to the light oh, stuff. Oh, for That's sure. That's what I meant. That's yeah. what I meant. There. I guess for me, I guess what I'm curious about is, let's say you're presented in your life with two situations. Mm-hmm. For example, let's say you know. Um, I guess for me, like in recent situations, maybe if I've asked to. Uh, you know, participate in some event or give a, give, give a speech at some, you know, or, or do a, do a talk for, for something. And initially I'm like, Oh, that sounds scary. It sounds like a lot of work. I know I'm going to have to prepare for it. Like, you know, uh, my inclination is almost always to say no No. to it. Mm -hmm. And I have to challenge myself to say yes to it. And so for me, I guess my kind of burning question, and I know that I know that I've got a third kid on the way, so I'm like trying to figure out how I'm going to find that sense of balance. But like, when do we say yes to the challenging option, and when do we choose the option that just feels easier? Mm-hmm. And I, I think one of the things that's um, interesting is to feel how it feels in your body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like if there's an excitement to it, if you feel like invigorated Uh, excited yeah excited by it or if you know you you feel yourself kind of like oh I don't know but even I don't I guess that's hard because even sometimes the things that I know are going to be good for me still give me anxiety yeah anxiety is a big anxiety is a big one anxiety is a big one I wonder if there's any way we can exclude that from the way our body responds (laughs) I don't know but I think maybe more so like when you're doing the work um you know, is it making you feel tired? Is it making you sick? Is it making you like lethargic? How are you, how's your, how is your body physically responding 
to this type of work. Um, but I also believe that there's an element of just like clearing out and cleansing that doesn't always feel good. So I, I just find this a very interesting and, and difficult question sometimes. And I think for me, sometimes when I don't do, when I don't choose the paths that are challenging, not that I do every time, but when I, when I don't do it, cause there's been sections of my life where I've chosen not to do anything challenging. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I end up getting in trouble. <laughs> Oh, interesting. Because I end up just, it's almost like I have this extra energy and there's no place to put it. Mm. And so I'm just like, well, this is, you know, you don't have anything challenging today. Like you're going to do this, this, this. You don't have to reflect on anything. This isn't Mm -hmm. a big decision. So it's almost like I have all this energy, but then I'm like, oh, what should I do with it then? Yeah. And then it seems like when I pick the harder stuff, and of course, let's talk about the harder stuff sometimes, because sometimes you'll pick the harder stuff and then you'll get into it for a while and you'll be like, Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. it's still hard. Mm-hmm. It's not really making me feel invigorated or right. it's not really getting light. You know right. what I mean? Right. And that's when we have to reflect on Yeah, that may not, that might've been a bad decision at that point for whatever reason. Maybe not right. a bad decision, but maybe not the one that's working at this time. But I feel like too, like... Have you chosen the difficult for the right reasons? Mm-hmm. Right. Or sometimes oh, good the difficult point. stuff can happen because you are avoiding. Uh, you know, I guess for me, like sometimes when I find myself in a difficult situation, it's because I. Uh, oh, something was avoided for a while. Something was avoided. Mm-hmm. And then I get myself into a situation where I'm like, uh-oh, this doesn't this doesn't feel good. So kind of analyzing how I got there. Um, but, Yeah. Yeah, those are those are challenging questions. They are challenging questions, and I think part of it too is yes, where are you at in your in life? your life? Um, but but really, really understanding why you want to say yes to something challenging and why you would you would want to say no, and making sure that you are comfortable with those reasons. So sometimes it's maybe less about which choice, but more about your reasoning behind it. So for me, I'm just kind of assuming with this third kid, I'm going to say no to some challenging things because of I've got to figure out how to have balance in my life. So maybe I won't be saying no to these things because I'm not willing to do the deep emotional work that would be required of it, but because I just... It's I, not going to be the right time. Fit into no. my life right, right now. You know, and then being okay with that, but... For me, I feel like uh, I kind of enjoy the emotional challenging work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I don't do it, then I get in trouble. Yeah. That is interesting. <laughs> or I get kind of spun out sort of mm-hmm. a little bit. And if I do it, it keeps me more grounded, I think. Yeah. Even though sometimes I don't want to do it. But when I do it, then I'm like, oh, there you are. You're grounded. You're okay. You're mm-hmm. here. You don't, have mm-hmm. to, you don't have to fly off up here all around, you know. Yeah. And I think uh, that it doesn't always make sense in the moment you know like it doesn't sometimes always make sense why we're going through these challenging times or like let's say it wasn't a decision that was necessarily chosen but when you are by life being asked to do the deeper kind of like soul cleansing or soul searching type of work um in the moment it can feel unfair or it can feel like Ugh, why, what, what, why do I have to go through this right now? Or like, it's not fair or like, I don't want this, or this feels like total upheaval in my life right now. But, um, 
and, and one of the things that I, I think about a lot when it comes to these type of situations, um, quoting like going on a bear hunt is you can't go over it. You can't go under it. You have to go through it. And sometimes the only way to get to that other side that we, that we're hoping for with the lightness and, and clarity is just by going through it. And usually, um, hindsight is, is twenty twenty in some of these situations. Oh yeah. And sometimes in my life, if I, if I just open myself up to, it's almost like, what is the work that you want to do? You mm-hmm. know? And it's like, and it's not like I have to have an answer, but it's more like, I just want to do more of the deep soul work. Mm-hmm. Somehow I keep that sort of open into the universe. And then, um, and then that work kind of comes. Yeah. I think. So it's almost like saying, and even though sometimes I'm like, no, you don't, you don't really want to do that. But then it's like, I feel like in my life, sometimes it's just, it just happens. Like just being open to it. And then the path opens up and I'm like, oh, I guess this is the work. Like right. we're going to do the work. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm thankful that I've, that I learned to be open to it mm-hmm. because I could have learned, um, to not be open to it. Cause it's, it is scary work sometimes, especially when you choose it. Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, we're going to go do these workshops. Even for me, the workshops were, were a wonderful amount of work, like this exploration, this study, this kind of figuring out what we want to do with it all and sort of painting a canvas, having this blank canvas. And of course there's some anxiety because you're like, oh my God, the canvas is blank, but I have an idea of what the picture should look like. Right. Yeah. And, um, like and when I was in graduate school, I loved doing group work, but then it was like, but it's kind of a lot of work. Yeah, it's you know, a lot so of work. Like, maybe uh, I don't really want to do it. And I remember I had a, a friend in graduate school, and she's like, "Well, you should keep doing it." And I was like, "Eh, nothing, no thanks. Yeah, but thank you, but no thanks." Right. But then when this started to open up, it was like almost like, "Okay, well, let's do the work then. Let's mm-hmm. do the group work here." Yeah, I have. Um, it's. Like, I don't know. I have a friend who signed up for this workshop. We're doing the Let Love In workshop. And Let Love I In. I think that Let Love In is, oh my gosh, it's the most, it's like the heart one. It's, it's in a way you would think that that's almost like the easiest, the lightest one because it's all about the heart. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the most powerful. Very profound. It's like big work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm really nervous because... Uh, I don't know. I just like, I feel like it's going to not make me question myself, but like, it's, it's going to be interesting to have my friend at this workshop who they're kind of exposed maybe or something like that. Or like, yeah, it just, it, it feels like beyond the, like, uh, beyond kind of where our, our relationship has gone with each other. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, right. And so I'm like, Oh wow. Like it's, it's going to be interesting. Like, so it's, it's like, I know, but in this case, I'm like, a part of me wants to be like, I don't know if you should come. Like, oh. you know, <laughs> like that's kind of what my scared side is right. like, oh, Your you know, anxious side. sorry, it was sold out, you know, whatever. But like, you're like, uh, it's light and kind of not light. <laughs> I know. But I, so it's, it's funny because. I like to do this type of work, but then it's interesting what my triggers are that that feel make it feel really challenging. Well, it's interesting doing it with people that you know. Yeah, that you know, you know versus... but you don't have this type of relationship. Right, with. and well, we don't have this type of relationship with many people no, in our lives. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's a, it's it's deep it's stuff. A, it's a powerful workshop. Yeah. Oh yeah. When we did it before, remember we were like sobbing and crying at the same oh my time. Gosh. Or no, sobbing and laughing. 
sobbing and we laughing, were laughing like oh yeah I mean, almost like hysterically yeah. sort of hysterical kind of kind of crazy <laughs> But it was really good work because it was. There's like it was tapping and there's like yeah the deep stuff which is and so and of course humor and sadness are very closely related I think and they're just this kind of like like this release mechanism Mm -hmm. but um but it is it is different to do it with people like for me it's easy with people I don't know because of course we're like well let's just do the work yeah it's easy for me and they have I know they have no bias towards me Mm -hmm. you know it's not like well you're usually you know telling jokes and eating peanut M&Ms or something. Right. Although now you guys all know that. But yeah. But usually people don't. So there's no, you know, when you have a friend, they're like, oh, but Kaylee, you're this person. Yeah. And you're like, but right now I'm going to be this person. Yeah. And then kind of like, yeah, it's interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. It's, I love this workshop, but it, that, that aspect of it feels like what I'm like feeling challenged by personally. Mm-hmm. Inside. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and um, and so worth doing because then it's like then you get to see you know. Well, it's like this is me. This and is so. You. Why wouldn't I want my friend to be? Oh, a part? And maybe she won't love it. Maybe it won't be the best thing that's ever happened to her. I don't know. Maybe it will. But do I? I I can't let that um, affect me. And I love the, in the uh, way that I letting go of expectation again, as we've talked about mm-hmm. before, because we just get we just get so much expectation. I think sometimes uh-huh. too, like oh my gosh, I hope this is. Yes. Helpful for you. Right. Or, but maybe it won't be, you right. know, I don't know, but and we can't control that. And, no. and that's the thing is like, sometimes this, this, uh, challenging work of just like pushing ourselves or exposing ourselves, like even exposing ourselves, I think is some of the most challenging work we have as humans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so feeling like, okay, I'm, you know, here I am, here I am exposed this is what we do and this is what I care about and this is what I'm passionate about and you know and here it is and right <laughs> it's but it's not up it's not up to me how it's received no that's the thing yeah and like we don't know where everybody is at when they when they are receiving this you know it's like there are so many factors that I think it's um important to just not try to control the outcome but just hold space and do the best you can do and and, um, you know, then just let let the different parts of it soak into the different people who are there and the ways that they need it. That's why I love the trainings and the workshops because I'm always surprised. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always like a good TV show or something, <laughs> you know, where I'm just surprised by um, the strength of people, the passion of people, the courage people have, mm-hmm. um, the stories they tell. I'm, I, I'm just always like, wow, this is, you know, it's to- even though I go in stressed and nervous, like you should be, because I think it's like, you know, pay attention. Yeah. Oh yeah. I agree. But then I just come out so invigorated and so, um, so aware that there's just all of us in this world trying to do, trying to do the work in all different ways. You know, and it's well. I applaud the people who are trying to do the work because I don't totally agree with that. I feel like there's a lot of people who aren't trying to do the work. Yeah, but then sometimes I don't know. Like maybe they can't, or maybe they're too busy. Or but I, who can be too busy? They're too busy. The to poor do little the work. people, little little mice running on their rat wheels or something. Okay, but let's. What about the person who goes to a job that they're not inspired by, and then goes back home and sits in front of the TV and watches TV and eats a meal that they didn't prepare, that's not healthy, and doesn't do anything for their body? Like, I don't know. Don't you think a ton of those people exist in the world, and then they do that day after day after day after day, and they oh, feel yeah. completely like not alive 
in their yes. bodies or in their lives. I, what, I don't think those people are doing the work. No, but of course I have all that. You know, like we were, to, we met with a friend the other night who was talking about, um, and she's going through a divorce, doesn't matter, but she's having a hard time because she has, she has not just compassion for herself, but she keeps having compassion for her partner, which is great. Yeah. But it's, it's stopping her from having the fire almost. Mm. to make it make decisions yeah and i i kind of get there sometimes where i'm like yeah but those poor people they're just stuck in their homes oh my gosh you know um not really pushing them to want to do the work Mm -hmm. you know what i mean where Mm -hmm. i'm just like oh well maybe they're just stuck there but how do they get unstuck and maybe that goes back to this question is how do we get them they come to the ula training Dot, grab your pens. Here it comes. <laughs> O-U-L-A fitness.com. <laughs> but that is exactly... Get out of your chairs. That's exactly my point. Is like, how do we get people to choose the option that is more challenging? And, mm-hmm. and where oh, does good. that motivation... I see what you're saying Do you there. see? Yes. How do you get them to go to the ULA training? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I see now. Good. I like this, Kaylee. Keep going. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but how to get them to get to do something? Yes, to not just pick the easy, safe option of going home every day after work and turning on the TV and just numbing out. Mm-hmm. How do we get people? How do we get ourselves to choose the option that feels harder? Choose the option that pushes us, that exposes us, that makes us deal with our life or maybe instead of going home after work you do go to the yoga class or something yeah you go to the gym you know you're like okay i am gonna do that to socialize even though you're terrified of other people getting to know you i mean how do people how and how can how can how do they know how much discomfort to actually deal with before it gets unhealthy? Right, right. What's the you know, balance What's the there? threshold and the balance of choosing the path of least resistance and choosing the, the, the discomfort, the uncomfortable option? You know? No, that's a good point. Like, it, because people, I mean, myself included, we sometimes were just like, no, I don't want to do the uncomfortable thing. I just want to sit in front of the TV and watch HGTV. I could not wait to get in bed last night. Like, I was so excited. But we need that in our lives, too. It's balanced. It's balanced because, don't again. Don't feel like every single conversation it goes back to ever had. One more time. Balance. balance. It's always about balance. It's always about balance. Always and maybe balance. that's the answer, if there ever is an answer. But maybe the answer is, do you have balance in your life? Mm-hmm. You know, are you just one? Are you all heavy over on the, you know, mm-hmm. sitting in front of the TV side? Mm-hmm. Not really doing anything else? Ooh, I have, a, I have a thought. I have a thought. Maybe we kind of analyze how our lives are and where where we're at and how our bodies feel and all and, and, oh, and the and body part is a big part too it's a huge part the clients I, I work with are just like but then like my body doesn't feel good i'm like yeah but what are you doing what are you doing for it right but i guess for me i'm saying don't you think our bodies are alerting us that we're out of balance that oh something yeah isn't right so maybe if you're feeling good you have a lot of energy you have time for you know your friends and your family like you're not feeling a lot of anxiety you're not feeling lethargic then you're like okay i probably have a good balance of of effort and ease in my life but then don't you think it's kind of like when you start to feel not so good or you're like lethargic a lot or you maybe just you're you know sick a lot yeah you get sick a lot then maybe those are kind of our little alerts of like hey 
something's not really working the way that you're working right now. Right. What are you doing that isn't working? How for are you, you off balance and how are you going to shift into that place of balance? And in maybe it's that shift mm-hmm. that um, is, is moving into the discomfort. That's such a good point because I have a number of clients who are, um, they're like, I, my body doesn't feel good. My joints hurt. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't exercise much. Um, they don't have very good diets Mm -hmm. and not that I have a very good diet, but they don't have very good diets. And they're like, I just want to feel better. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to end up like my mother who's Mm -hmm. 72, who's in a nursing home already. But part of me is like, well, then you're going to have to be uncomfortable to get comfortable. Yes. You have to, you're going to have to get uncomfortable. And they're like, but I don't want it because it hurts my joints to do this. I'm like, well, it is going to hurt your joints for a while because short term, they're not used to doing it. Yeah. They've been, they've been, they've been all stove up for a while. Totally. So it is going to hurt for a while and then you know what, and then, and then you'll feel better. Mm-hmm. And like my real life experience with this, and I've talked about this a lot at like workshops and, and things like that, but I've gone through some pretty weird health, um, health phases. In not my like life. straightforward, not like, and then oh, I had, no, there were no answers. Like yeah. I, I remember when I was, um, on the brink of then starting to do all my kind of deeper spiritual mind body uh exploration when that all started the only reason that i was pushed in that direction is because i had serious unexplainable could not understand the cause no matter how many doctors i went to symptoms that were making me feel not good yeah that were either um making me incredibly lethargic like i remember I, i know i've talked about this on the podcast before but like literally unable to go inside the stores when me and Rob were grocery shopping or like running errands. Like I would stay in the car to sleep. I had so little energy or like just a ton of acne that, that, you know, adult onset adult acne or like, you know, hair loss, all these things that were just unexplainable. It was literally like my body was saying, Kaylee, it's time to wake up. Mm-hmm. Like it's time to wake up. You don't get you. You, you have to. You have to do your work. Mm-hmm. And so it's like it, it was my body alerting me, saying, "Okay, yeah, but let's 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 start. Let's start this process of self exploration. Let's start this process of understanding the mind and the body connection. Of understanding like how all of this it works together. And then it just it just set me on this." difficult path but like the most beautiful path Mm -hmm. to to start to become aware of opening that communication up yes between the mind and the body yes exactly Mm -hmm. so you know sometimes yeah just asking the question like how how do I feel in my life do I feel do I feel balanced do I feel energetic do I feel like I have you know zest for life and Mm -hmm. if the answer is no then it's it's it can be an invitation, right? And it could be, of course, it could be situational. So always be curious. It could be like, well, you I could have, have mono. I have, yes, I have absolutely. mono. So you want to get tested for that first? Worst, it could be yeah, that right? you have you're having your third kid, and you have to you're you know just had a new infant, and of course, yeah, okay, you're going to be tired, right? Those there are, are more, those yes. are times in your lives where you're like, of course, you're going to be makes sense. Yes, I'm going to be worn out when it's unexplainable. But when it's unexplainable, and that's why even for me, people are like, I have such a hard time because they're like, I feel so tired. I'm like, well, why are you tired? Like, what have you done? You are never tired. What have you done that has made you tired? I've never seen this woman tired in my entire life. Like, why are you so tired? <laughs> um, and I have a hard time offering compassion even for that. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, totally. Pick it up. <laughs> you know, 
move forward. Gosh. But yes. it is, you know, it is all or, those. And maybe not even, and, and sorry to change the subject yeah, so, so abruptly, but even if it's like, man, why are none of the relationships in my life working? Yes, that's another. Like, that's another thing. It's like, okay, whatever path you're on, whatever road that is you're traveling, if things just aren't working, if things just aren't feeling good, if you're noticing, ah, it seems like patterns, patterns are, yeah, patterns are presenting themselves, then that probably means you need to do the very difficult work of getting off that road you're traveling down and try to find a new way. Even though the road is very familiar. And yeah, and just like, I mean, even like, I think when Robert Frost wrote this poem about the two roads oh, the, the diverge, road. diverge in the wood, in the wood, and I, I chose the one less, less traveled, traveled by, by, and that has made all the difference. I don't think that that refers just to the road that other people have traveled, but I think it can also refer to the road that you just consistently choose over and over and over. And when you feel like things aren't working and you're in that rut. Uh, doing the difficult and challenging work of finding a new way and it's going to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like this is also the theme we keep talking about is like transition is painful. Transition, transition is painful. painful. Yes. Transition is painful. Yes, it is. You have to get comfortable getting uncomfortable. Like this keeps coming up as well. So sorry, we're redundant, but I, I think there's so much to this. Oh yeah, there's so, and, and so many times we don't want to do transition because it is uncomfortable. Right, exactly. And it's so just like, just I don't, so then I just it. stay on the familiar road. Yes. Even though I feel drained and I feel achy and I feel tired and. I'm not inspired. I'm not inspired. And I wake up, I just want to go to bed. Right, I just don't want to do, I just don't want to wake up. And it's like, but that's all the messages of like, okay, so then we're going to have to bushwhack over here. Yeah, who a wants a bushwhack? Because that's right so now hard. you're on a road that's probably paved. It's real nice. Maybe yeah. you got some stops along the way. They serve soda pop or something like that. <laughs> soda pop. <laughs> so you're used to that way, but you're kind of dragging because you're so tired on it. But right. you're like, but this is my way. It's all paved. And but but part of you is like, yeah, but you got to get off. Got to get off that. And you got to bushwhack over here on the right because mm-hmm. there's a real nice, beautiful mountain spring. Yeah. You just don't yeah. see it yet. And, and that's hard to convince ourselves to do that. Mm-hmm. But then once we do it, I mean, how many of you have done that? And then you're like, whoa, right? I had no idea that that All road was draining me. Yeah, exactly. Or I had no idea that this much world was out here that I just hadn't allowed myself to explore. Mm-hmm. Or this many people or this many experiences yeah. or this new job or, yeah. or this new way of viewing my children or whatever oh, it might be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we just get stuck on the beautiful paved road with the soda pop. Yeah. What do you think your, ro- like, what do you think your road is that you consistently go down? Uh... Do you think like, or I guess maybe what do you think is the most challenging work for you to do just this kind of like soul work do you think that's well yeah probably I mean lots of times I just want to you know we talk about this where it's like well we could just be you know I could just be a mom and stay home and bake bread and you know decorate my house will look better (laughs) someone came in the other day and they're like wow you have like Three bo- broken chairs in the living room, and there's a Great Dane asleep on your sofa with a with a with a cushion that's tossed off it. And I'm like, yes, that's correct. That is my home. Yes. Oh and there's gosh. nothing wrong with, of course, that there's the work to do as being a, a housewife too and a mother. But um, my work, I think now is is just trying to push myself towards anxiety. Mm. Oh, hello. Yeah. Because I don't like anxiety. 
Sure. But boy, when I push myself uh-huh. into it a little bit, then I'm like, well, that was pretty good. We have to deal with the diarrhea that comes along with it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a stomach ache now. She's like, you always have a stomach ache. <laughs> Yeah, interesting. I mean, what about you? Um, I would say some of my most challenging roads to go down on are like uh, difficult conversations. Oh, with people. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate I don't doing like that. that. I never do that. Um, but I know that that's the only way to improve. You're actually good at that, though. You're good no, at that. I'm not that yeah, good. you are. No, you push I like it. to avoid them. Yeah, but you do it eventually. I do it eventually. I mean, sometimes I just kind of like disappear. You definitely disappear. Yeah, I kind of disappear too, though. Yeah, you do too. Yeah. I don't know. That's hard for me. That's actually Um, a great thing. That's, you know, conflict avoidance. Yeah. Um, I think the other things that are really hard for me are kind of like what we talked about maybe two podcasts ago is actually really committing to something, not because I'm fearful of success or feel fearful of failure, but I'm just fearful of of being held accountable. Yes. Like, I think for me, it's kind of like, oh, what a dream day to just have nobody care where I am. Nobody needs to know anything about like what I'm doing. Like I have such pleasure sometimes in just being like, oh my gosh, like nobody knows where I am. Yeah. What I'm doing right now. Right. This is so funny, but I, um, Huxley loves to listen to stories like, um, fairy tales on Spotify, there's a great channel, you guys. It's called Once Upon a Time is the name of the playlist, and it has all of the best fairy tales. And we were listening to Snow White the other day, and um, this is such a weird thing. But uh, Snow White, you know, like when she wandered into the dwarf's house, and then she just like fell asleep in, you on know, they ate their bed. dinner and then fell asleep. I was just thinking, there is zero way in hell that I could just wander into uh, a a new place and like I have to be held accountable I I know exactly what time I have to pick up my kids I know exactly like all of the responsibilities that I have at any given moment in any day it's like I I the the thought of just wandering into the woods and going into somebody's house and eating some food and falling asleep it's like that is so far beyond what my reality is right. and what I mean so many of us obviously we're human beings having like relationships with people and responsibilities and jobs and all of that but I think that there's this like um I don't know I I I like the thought of escapism mhm so um choosing the road that like uh kind of like pulls me in tighter to something that I can't escape from. That's a challenging road for me, but yeah, it's usually scary. very satisfying. I mean, the more like work we do with Ula, the more satisfied I am by it, even though it scares me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's a commitment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just thinking about those roads that are challenging for me that I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't want to go down that road. Um, I don't know. I guess I can try to think of some more, but yeah, no, are... that those are good. I was thinking when I was young, that reminds me of just youth, you know, like, and now I'll just wander off into yeah, the exactly. woods, like like Huxley did when she was little with her cousin. Yeah, totally. we'll just walk around the neighborhood, we'll just go for on a, a bear hunt. Bear hunt. No I big deal. Just, like, I mean, walk yeah, and what a freedom. I love that childhood. I did that for a long time in my youth, into mm-hmm. like my mid twenties, mm-hmm. and then suddenly it was like, oh my gosh, like. I had a lot of guilt about it because I didn't, um, I didn't, I wasn't living up to sort of perceived 
what, how I should expectations. be expectations. And so now I think I do the opposite. Cause I'm like, I don't want anyone to think that I'm that person oh. anymore. Sure. But I sure miss her. Yeah. Cause she was so like, she got to just be free. And- so she would just be like, let's go to New Zealand tomorrow. You want to? Yeah. And you'd be like, okay. okay. And we'd you be like, go. let's go. Right. And, um, but now it's like, I can't, I yeah. can't do that anymore. Yeah. But I love that concept of youth of that, just that, just openness, right. you know. Right. Um, not for all youths, of course. And I but. know that for some people it's like, it can be anything, you know? So maybe, maybe for some of those listening, it may be like, um, you know, letting people really get to know you. That's incredibly scary for so many of us. Mm-hmm. I never, I, or, I have a hard time. Or, you know, time. actually just, it's on my brain because we've got this workshop again on Saturday, but actually letting love in, actually allowing someone to fully love you. Like those are, those are probably two of the scariest things. Oh yeah. As humans. Yes. Oh yeah. And for me, even letting people know that my side, that I have an angry side or I have a sad side. Because a mm-hmm. lot of people just see kind of the funny witty wise side mm. but they don't see Kaylee has but they don't see the angry side I saw that side just a couple days <laughs> or even the sad side very often she's you know. the worst employee <laughs> I asked her to do something she didn't like what I said and she's like fine you do it I'm like okay she's very straightforward that way but and guess what? I did it. And she did and do did it. And she job. did a very good job. Better than I could have done. Um, <laughs> you got so grumpy. I got so grumpy. But that's a side I don't show many people. Right. Because in general, that's like is in my childhood, that side was un- considered unlovable. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, I want to, of course, I'm a full human being with all yeah. the many the pieces. So right. um, I think also for me, just being more um, more visible. Mm-hmm. Not scary. just yeah, not it's just totally the scary. funny, happy. Um, but guess what? I love you just the same. Yeah, you, you love know? me just the same. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like you were like, well, that's it. Then we're done. So I just, I was like, oh, she's being, she's, she's doing that thing she's now. Got her little grumpy pants. Like, on. That's fine, whatever. <laughs> and then I brought you a cinnamon roll the next time I saw you. And a pecan was fine. roll was good. Very good. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but I, again, letting it, letting ourselves be seen, letting ourselves be seen is huge. So I, I don't know, like. For and letting ourselves be loved. Letting ourselves oh, be loved. Because a lot yeah. of times I'm like, well, probably you won't love me. That Mike won't love me. It's These scary. people won't love it's me. It's scary because then what happens when they don't anymore? And that's my safe answer anyway. That's what I predict. Yeah. So I'm always like, good. Yeah. yeah. But what if they do? What if they do? Now that's then the that's scary, scary part because then that then you're like committed and intertwined with this. Yeah, the person exactly. yes, likes me. Totally. And then, oh my gosh. Right. So to maintain this relationship. Right. Not, not what we, not what we would think in that big picture question, right? Right. What gives us the most anxiety, what might be the most uncomfortable. Right. Is actually being lovable, being loved. Uh Uh-huh. Ah. Yeah. Interesting. So you guys be curious about that. Mm -hmm. It's not always what we think, what might be the easiest answer even. Right. To that question, yeah. what is the most difficult for me? Yeah, and I think yeah, just asking like, what are those roads that I often say no to going down because I choose the more comfortable one? What, what I wonder what may be over there. I wonder after the bushwhacking process happens, like what is waiting over there? Are there more people? Is there soda pop? <laughs> Different types of soda pop. Maybe there's milkshakes or something. Milkshakes are over there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I would 
Bushwhack for a Some milkshake. delicious big cookies and milkshakes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's interesting. And then, and then, and then figuring out, okay, like when, when, when can I uh, rest during this process too? You mm-hmm. know, when can I bushwhack and then give myself a break and Time then bushwhack a little bit more yeah. and, and give myself a break? And I yeah. think it's, you know, I think um, that is an important piece to that element of taking care of yourself through the process of this work, but not being afraid of it. Not mm-hmm. being, whatever that work is. Whatever like it is said, for it you be, at the time, too. Yeah, at the of time. Of course, it probably changes over time as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, but like we kind of have both said in our own lives, when we've allowed ourselves to go to those heavy or dark places, that's when we have felt the lightest, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Bushwhack a little bit. Bushwhack, baby. They may not have soda pop there, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you guys are having a great week. Hey, um, remember how you guys wanted that podcast page on our website where we could keep talking about these podcasts? Well, it's up. It's there. And I'm the only one who's commented yet. Makes me sad. (laughs) She feels naked and exposed. (laughs) So um, if anything that we've said, you're like, I don't think so, you ladies are crazy, or if it sparks something inside of you, or if it makes you mad, or any any sort of reaction or conversation you want to have with not only us, but with one another, we would love it if you head over to our website, lafitness.com, go up to connect, and then you'll see mind body stuff. You can drop down and there's a forum. Um, thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. We love you guys.